Welcome to training from Scott Ross Online. Scott Ross is a highly sought after and internationally acclaimed personal development and leadership coach who speaks to more than 50,000 people a year. The same strategies he's taught top executives are available to you through programs like this one. We encourage you to take notes and listen to this audio multiple times for maximum results. And now, here's Scott. Welcome, everybody, to the Scott Ross Leadership Podcast. This is episode number 120. You'll be able to find the show notes for this episode at scottrossonline.com slash 120. That's scottrossonline.com slash 120. We are in the midst of a series on humility in leadership. Last time, we talked about the why of humility and leadership, and this will be part two. I think this series is going to be three parts in total. So this week, we are going to focus on developing humility in your leadership. If you understand why humility and leadership is important and valuable and something you would want to prioritize and pursue, then the question becomes, how do you develop that humility that makes the kinds of impacts that we talked about last time that we were together. Next episode, we're actually going to talk about how you then begin to model and exude and operate as a humble leader. What does that actually look like? We're going to get very, very practical in our next episode. But this time, let's talk about developing humility as a leader. For some of you, you may be thinking, I don't need any help. Uh, that would be an indicator you probably do. You know, it's like the old joke that uh, it says in the Bible that Moses is the most humble man that ever lived, and Moses actually wrote those words. So we can uh, joke about that or talk about that little, uh, you know, ironic thing that exists there. But, um, you know, most of us, and I'm speaking for myself in a big way, we need to be thinking about developing humility in a very purposeful fashion. And so I'm going to go through seven steps that you can take to develop your your humility. And the first step to developing humility is you've got to start with a mindset shift. You've got to shift your perception of the concept of humility. You know, one of the things that keeps people from pursuing humility is that we have a completely warped and inaccurate understanding of the concept of humility. We hear humble, or we hear humility, and we think meek, lowly, timid, weak, reserved. These are the kinds of words we associate with the concept of humility. And of course, if you're a leader, none of us want to be meek or lowly or timid. We want to be considered strong and assertive and bold and visionary and achieving and people who get things done. And so when we think about meek and lowly and timid and weak and reserved, we run the other direction. But fortunately, none of those things are related to true humility. You know, I read a definition of humility in my prep for this topic, and I read one definition that said, Having a low opinion of yourself is humility. That is absolutely false. You know, we joked about Moses, but I'll tell you who the most humble person ever was, and that person was Jesus. And Jesus did not have a low opinion of himself. He knew exactly who he was. He knew he was the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He knew he was the Messiah, and yet he was very 
humble. And we are told that he humbled himself purposefully, taking on the very nature of a servant. That is humility. Humility is not debasing yourself. Humility is not being weak. It is not being uh, timid. It is none of those things. Some people think that humility is debasing yourself or talking about how, how inadequate you are, but that's not true. In many cases, it's an attempt to get attention, and it's the opposite of humility. When you try to just talk bad about yourself, it's often a great form of pride. It says that it's all about you and that all the results are yours, when in reality, God is active and involved and other team members are active and involved, and it's not always really about us. To talk about how poor you are at something or how inadequate you are, to say I can't because you feel inadequate really makes it about you rather than what God can do through you if you were an open and humble vessel. So humility is not timidity. It is not meekness. It is not weakness. It is none of those things. Let me tell you what humility is. Humility is strength under control. Humility is strength yielded to a higher power, purpose, and calling. Humility is strength in the service of others. And so it starts with that mindset shift. Humility is really an accurate assessment of self. And we're going to talk about that in a big way here momentarily. But the key there is accurate. It's not thinking too lowly of yourself or too highly of yourself. But if we're going to develop humility, we've got to value Humility. If you think that becoming a more humble person means becoming mousy or tentative or a pushover, you're not going to try. And so I've already talked about the whys of humility. Go back and listen to that episode. I'll put the link in the show notes. But the tangible returns on investing in your humility as a leader are very clear. But to be equally clear, we need to stress the fact that you can still be strong, assertive, capable, and simultaneously embody and exude humility. So we start with that mindset shift. Now, the second step in developing humility goes back to something I just alluded to, and it is we have to begin with a sober and accurate self-appraisal. A sober and accurate self-appraisal. This is seeing yourself as God sees you. This is adopting God's perspective on who you are and what you are assigned to do. See, humble leaders have a balanced view of how God sees them. True, you're a sinner, but you're also potentially a saint. You can do nothing apart from God's power, but you're also given gifts and resources by God and expected to use them. You're not God, not even close, but you are made in his image with the ability to imitate his qualities of justice, mercy, love, wisdom, faithfulness, and others, creativity, etc. See, most people err on one extreme or the other. They either think it's all about them and they are the greatest gift to the world, or they think they're worthless and unusable. Both are errors that are rooted in pride and both will destroy your ability to lead. 
Now, I've said God many times right there in that little summary, and some of you are like, whoa, why all this God talk? I mean, I thought this was a business podcast, a leadership podcast. Well, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, my friend. Atheism and narcissism are bedfellows, and when you believe there's no accountability outside yourself and that there's no afterlife where you're going to receive the consequences, the just consequences of your decisions and actions, and there's no kingdom mission here in this life, you become focused on self and the gratification of self. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. Get all you can in this life, because really, that's all there is. He who dies with the most toys wins. That's the mindset of the person who detaches themselves from the Lord. But it goes way beyond that, because when you know who you are, meaning being you are someone who was created in the image of God with a purpose, and you know whose you are, What happens is that you know you have worth. You have intrinsic value. You see, not to get too philosophical, but there's a reason that communist countries have murdered more than 120 million people in the last 100 years. It's because when you reject God as a civilization, life no longer has intrinsic value. Because every person has been created in the image of God, every person is intrinsically valuable. You have value. You have worth. And if you know that, you don't need to try to manufacture worth through the elevation of self. It facilitates humility. So if we're going to develop humility, it starts with this sober accurate self-appraisal. We see ourselves as God sees us. God sees us as someone that he made in his image to do a big thing that has his uh, communicable attributes available to us to use and has resources that he's provided to us to use, but we also don't need to think too highly of ourselves because at the end of the day, we are accountable and we are his creation. Now that leads to the third step. And that is, if we start with a sober and accurate appraisal of self, we need to continue with an accurate appraisal of others. See, humble leaders have an accurate view of how God sees them, the leader, but they have an equally accurate view of how God sees others. Just as you're created in the image of God, so are those around you. And every single person you encounter has worth. There is no one that is beneath you because there is no one that was beneath the Lord. It says, God so loved the world. He gave his only son that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Christ died for the ungodly, the lost, the rebel, the sinner. And if he would be willing to die for your coworker, your employee, your neighbor, your spouse, then the least that you could do is be willing to approach them with humility. The other thing about an accurate appraisal of others is recognizing that we need others to accomplish anything great. You know, scripture gives us this beautiful picture of the body. God didn't put any one person in charge or give a select group of people these superhuman abilities to go accomplish everything. He gave various gifts to every person and then instructed us to operate in unity and love to change the world. Now, it would be foolish for the eye to say to the hand, I'm better than you. I don't need you. And this is what happens in a lot of people who have a leadership role. As leaders, we often see ourselves as a big deal. 
as important. And you are important. Leadership is critical. That's why I'm so passionate about it. No organization can move beyond its leadership. And if you're a leader, you are very, very critical. So you might think of yourself as the brain or the heart. Okay, really critical. But what good is your brain with no blood? What can your heart accomplish without some means of action? Vocal cords, a tongue, hands, feet. You see, we as leaders have to understand that we're still a component of the body and every single piece of the body has been given and gifted in order to function in unison to accomplish something big. You know, in a global marketplace that we operate in today as leaders, and we have problems that have increasing complexity, it's not possible for any one person to have all the answers. Google has a guy who's the SVP of what he calls people operations. He's essentially their human resources director. His name is Laszlo Bach. And he says that humility is one of the traits that they are looking for most of all when Google makes a new hire. He says, this is a quote, your end goal is what can we do together to problem solve? I've contributed my piece and then I step back. And it is not just humility in creating spaces for others to contribute, it's intellectual humility. Without humility, you are unable to learn. This is the guy who's in charge of hiring at Google. He's saying that humility is a critical resource in their success. See, I don't care how vital you believe you are to the mission. And like I said, you are vital to the mission. Great leadership requires the humility to recognize that you need lots of other people around you with gifts you don't have, or even gifts you do have, but that enable you to replicate yourself in someone else. You got to have an accurate appraisal of others, their worth, their value, and their necessity to achieve anything you want to achieve. Continue with that accurate appraisal of other people. Let's pause from this discussion for a moment and talk about your personal brand. As a leader, you need one. You can't develop a personal brand, though, without a website. The easiest, cheapest, and fastest way to get online is through my friends at WP Engine. WP Engine is a hosting platform focused specifically on WordPress, the number one way busy entrepreneurs and leaders get online. Now, right now, WP Engine is offering listeners to the Scott Ross Leadership Podcast 20% off their startup plan. So go to scottrossonline.com slash hosting to get 20% off. You can be online and building your brand in under 30 minutes. Now, if you already have a WordPress site, you should be hosting it with WP Engine. I moved my site from one of the really big popular hosting companies and my website performance skyrocketed. They have a migration tool that is idiot proof. It requires no technical skill to get on WP Engine. So Go to scottrossonline.com slash hosting and get 20% off your plan with WP Engine. Build your brand. Start today. All right, let's get back to the steps towards developing humility and leadership. And let's move to number four, which is pray for it. Pray for humility. Start praying daily to be a more humble person. Prayer is transformative. The power of the Holy Spirit is transformative. Begin asking God regularly for a more humble spirit, for a more humble attitude. You get what you think about. 
And it will be hard to remain a prideful or selfish person if you're continually seeking the mind of Christ and Christ-likeness through your prayer life. You're saying, Scott, I'm not a praying guy or a praying gal. I don't, I don't really do that. Well, no time like the present, my friend. Let's get rolling. It doesn't require some sort of fancy language or special words. You just talk like you're talking to your best friend. Trust me. He already knows what it is that you're going to say. The exercise drives a lot of value in just doing it, just enunciating it. So pray for it. Pray for humility. Number five, spend time with leaders who exhibit humility and observe them and watch them and take notes. Try to hang around with leaders who exhibit true humility, leaders who are strength under control, leaders who elevate others, leaders who make others feel important, who help them become their best selves and take notes on what they do. You know, next week, we're going to talk about what this actually looks like to be a humble leader. How do you model it? How do you operate in humility? But go find some people that are already doing that and just observe them. Now, what if you can't find anybody that fits the bill? Well, first of all, I'd say you might need some new peers in your peer group. Uh, that's probably a bad sign. But you can get a little shortcut. You can you can kind of um, cheat the system by reading biographies of humble leaders. Oh, I read biographies all the time because I want to learn from the lives of those people who've already run the race and made decisions, and we can see the fruit and the consequences of those decisions. Here's just a few of the leaders that I really admire that come to mind as humble leaders that you could read their biographies. George Washington, many of you guys know I'm a huge fan. Frederick Douglass, unbelievable. James Madison and Benjamin Franklin. All four of those are people that you would do very well to study in terms of the humility they exhibited in their leadership. So spend time with other leaders who exhibit humility so that it's obvious what it looks like and you can just simply imitate what you see in them. Sixth, eliminate media that stokes the fire of pride. This is such a big deal in our culture today. Eliminate media that stokes the fires of pride. Social media often tends to make us envious and prideful and disconnected. And lots of people are spending inordinate inordinate amounts of time on social media where everyone is trying to look better than everyone else. You know, we have this thing we call a selfie. And what a joke. I mean, how gross is it that we have a word for this consumption we have with people looking at us? Look at me. Look at how awesome my life is. Of course, We know it's not real. We know it's manufactured, but we look at it and it stokes in us these unhealthy emotions, jealousy, isolation, depression. Listen, don't play the game. Just get rid of it. Put yourself in environments that spur you to be the person you desire to be and eliminate the junk that robs you of your joy and robs you of your ability to stay in a humble track. Don't don't go down that social media path. Social media has its place, but make sure that's what it is, that it's in its place. Because if you stay there, you know, comparison is a thief. 
It is going to rob you of the leadership that you could cultivate in yourself if you were in a more healthy headspace, in a more healthy environment. Okay, last 